Welcome to Breathe Full, a podcast for those seeking to breathe fully and deep throughout their personal journey of life. A podcast for those hungry for a moment of peace, a long deep breath, a story of wisdom, a lesson to cherish, a nugget of delight, a place where broken hearts and tense minds come to rest. Today, I will breathe full. Hi everyone. Let's take a second to pause and just feel how we're feeling right now. How fast is your heart beating? When did you take a deep breath last? Are you driving? Are you sitting still? Are you drinking something? What are you feeling right now? And let's take a deep breath together. Inhale. So part of why I asked this question first is that I myself have been feeling really scattered, really overwhelmed. And I thought about where these feelings are coming from and I realized I've actually felt like the energy for 2018 since January has been very big, very large. I have felt just waves of creative energy sending within me an impulse to create, to do things, to produce. And I've also been feeling very large energy coming from my friends and their desire to create, produce, put out there, make something that doesn't exist, whether it be a business, a new baby, an addition to their family, an addition to their home. 2018 has just been a flurry of activity coming from these impulses of energy, this creative energy that we've been experiencing or feeling. And I wonder if you've been feeling that too. What has your 2018 energy felt like? And what is it driving you to do? So I found, I've been finding myself um, unsure of what to do with this energy. My first impulse was to start kicking out content, start setting some goals, start making some things happen. And then I kind of, when I felt that energy past me it's like I was asked to sit and and look at it now if you know for me I I live on a sailboat and in January 1 I was in the Bahamas doing a doing something that I've never done before (laughs) you know I was teaching yoga and wellness on this chartered yacht to a beautiful family But I had never done anything like that before. And so I kicked into my go mode and I was like, okay, we're going to get up. We're going to do this. The sun is rising. You know, then we're going to 
tell the story of wellness and, and health and, and this is what I'm going to do and this is the content I'm going to push out and you know, then I'm going to come back to the United States and I had this other list of goals and goals and goals and goals and, and, and deadlines and dates and all these ideas and I was getting them outside of my brain and my heart and putting them on paper. Then I kicked into the next go mode, which was turning those ideas from the paper into reality that people were experiencing, something tangible that we could all touch and share and talk about and comment on and debate. But then my heart started feeling a little stressed, a little tired, like it was a little hard to take a deep breath. And when we start feeling that, we have to ask ourselves, what is this all for? Why am I feeling this? Maybe the pace is too fast. Maybe it's too much. Maybe it's the wrong thing. So I actually decided to go home. I actually bought a plane ticket and decided to go home and visit my family and, and see what happens. Um, and I took the time to really ask myself some tough questions and see what feels good, see what doesn't feel good, and uh, find some clarity. And that's what I want to talk about today is finding some clarity in a time of big energy. Because big energy can be very seductive. It can tip us into this go mode where we start to skip meals or we start to only text our friends instead of calling our friends or... You know, we start having these excuses of, oh gosh, I'm just so busy. Things are so busy. I've been so busy, right? We start saying those kind of things. And making ourselves stop from that high-speed train, it's hard. It's easier to stay in motion, So how do we find this clarity? How do we stop the speeding train? How do we figure out what we need? Well, today I'm going to talk about three different ways that you can stop the, mom the crazy momentum, the adrenaline that's stuck in your heart, the stress that you're starting to feel, and give yourself some time and space. So the first way is acknowledging that you're on a speeding train. And that means looking at your behaviors. So what do you do when you're on a speeding train? For me, I find myself going to my phone first thing in the morning. As soon as I wake up, I check my phone. I had to stop that. The first thing that I do should not be checking my phone. For me, that's not what I want my life to be. And when I realize that that's not something that I want, then I could change the behavior. So I put my phone away. I turned it off. I put it on airplane mode. I, I put it outside of my reach so that I could override that impulse. 
to know what's going on or to post something at the time that is best posted on whatever social media outlet I was trying to use. I stopped, pushed it away. So first make a list of your behaviors that you do when you are feeling like you're on this speeding train. Maybe it's your phone. Maybe it's this low-grade anxiety feeling in your heart that just kind of rumbles there. Maybe it's the fact that you can't take a deep breath. Maybe it's that you've stopped a lot of personal connection with your friends or family or your partner. And you are leaning too heavily on text and email. What behaviors do you exhibit when you are on that speeding go, 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 go train? Once you have your list of behaviors, you can start to decide what behaviors you want to change or alter. to create space and time for yourself. What what is making you feel more stressed in those behaviors? Or what of those behaviors is encouraging you to move faster instead of slower? What of those behaviors creates more to-do items for you instead of creating more space where you are not connected or working or doing anything. You're just sitting in silence, doing nothing. Are you connected to more to-do items or are you connected to nothingness? Does that behavior lead you down a path of creating more things for you to do? Or does that behavior lead you to a path of meditation or more sleep, or a bubble bath. So then once you're looking at those behaviors, decide which path those behaviors are leading down. And then decide which ones you can alter right now. That's step two. And then the third thing to do is to check in with yourself mentally, physically, and emotionally. And also spiritually, if that's really important to you, the way it is to me. So you have your list of behaviors and you need to ask which one of these is affecting you in which category. So for me personally, when I'm on that go, 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 go mode, I end up cutting out things like my morning meditation, my morning yoga, making sure that I have an afternoon cup of tea or something like that. These little rituals that I love that give me time to slow down, that remind me to slow down, to look around me, to experience the details So physically, 
I know I need to stretch. I know I need to move my body. I know my spine needs to feel like it's more like a snake than a hard piece of rock stuck and immobile. Emotionally, I know I need to experience my emotions in full. If I'm feeling happy, I want to feel happy. If I'm feeling sad, I want to go through that as well. If I'm feeling lonely, I want to sit in that loneliness and experience it until I feel like it has passed through me that I understand it well enough to move on. If I'm rushing in that go, go, go mode, then I'm not letting those emotions come within me, fully blossom, and then fully pass. I'm just rushing rushing past them. I'm just going through numb. I'm convincing myself. Oh, you don't need to feel lonely or, oh, you don't need to feel happiness right now. You've got to do this. Or, oh, you know what? You don't have time to feel that right now. You have 10 things to do in the next 30 minutes. And that is more important. But no, that's not true. What is more important is making sure that I, as a living human body and spirit, am prepared to approach that to-do list in a healthy way. So step three is to go through that list of behaviors that you have and categorize them. Of those behaviors, which part of you is taking the hit? Your mental capacity, your emotional capacity or experience, your physical body, your spiritual, your spirituality? What's taking the hit? And then ask yourself what you need to do for you to not take on those bruises. What needs to change? And then write down a commitment list for yourself. What do you want to commit to for yourself? That you will make untouchable by your to-do list. Perhaps it's a five-minute meditation in the morning, a cup of tea, a good stretch, a moment to read a poem, time to read a book, making sure that you eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. What is your commitment to yourself? And if you'd like, you can even break that down. Like, what are your physical commitments going to be to your physical body? What are your mental commitments going to be for your mind? What are your emotional commitments going to be for your emotional well-being? What are your spiritual commitments going to be? What does each one of those categories of you, those each, those puzzle pieces that make up you and your experience and who you are, what do you need in each category? And what of your behaviors are affecting those categories? Find this clarity for yourself, for your day. So that you can find your balance. You can step off the crazy train of momentum moving in only one direction and you can start to expand in many directions. And you can start 
to receive inspiration, emotional uplift, physical body freedom, and spiritual enlightenment. Don't be afraid to say the crazy go, go, go train isn't healthy for me. So no matter how tempted I am to get on that train and speed with you and feel numb and feel unhealthy and hungry and and dehydrated, I'm not going to do it. So in 2018, this big energy that we've been feeling, it's so great in many ways because maybe you're feeling creative when you are feeling like you couldn't find the right words or no paintings were coming out of you or there's just no creative outlet. But then this big energy comes and now you're flowing with creative outlets and you're just feeling good and you're following that train. And that's great. That's a good thing. I'm not saying that big energy is negative to us. The part that gets negative is when we are too seduced by that big energy that we start to suppress other things. How can we follow that big energy and feel inspired and creative and productive while maintaining our mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical health? This balance, once we put it into a practice, once we, once we set healthy boundaries, this balance is what makes us successful. Thank you for being here with me today. And if you ever need help on any of these clarity exercises, please feel free to email me at Sheena, S-H-E-E-N-A, at our, O-U-R, well women w-e-l-l-w-o-m-e-n dot com we're here to help each other and sometimes we need a little help in that balance blessings to you love to you joy to you creative energy to you and health to you talk to you soon let's keep the conversation going Follow me on Instagram at Sheena Jeffers. That's S-H-E-E-N-A-J-E-F-F as in Frank E-R-S. And keep in touch with me. Let me know what helps you to breathe and what inspires you. For now, blessings. We'll talk soon.